I'm eating another one of these. I might have one halfway through it. A little it. light. I got. Are we recording already? Oh, good. Um, oh, good. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't you love double record days? Uh-huh. I love them because then things get real fun. I did not. There's a lot in my mouth right now. When I mix alcohol with anything that has sugar in it, I get, I get like, wiry. My energy, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, I can't metabolize sugar very well. So even if I eat, like, grapes, I'm, like, a freaking child who just had, like, too much juice. Mm-hmm. And so our like last – pixie sticks. Yeah. And that's – I never really had – I wasn't a big sweets person, and that's probably why. So now, mm-hmm. like, I just had some apple juice with that bourbon, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I feel a little crazy. Well, good. This will this will bring us back down. Okay, great. <laughs> this will really <laughs> normalize things for us. Yoo-hoo! Um, hey. Hold on. Let me get all the food out of my teeth. Mm. I'll let you know if you have anything in your teeth, but your micro- fro- microwave <laughs> – <laughs> your microphone's blocking your mouth and okay. your microwave is uh beeping your sausage is ready my sausage is ready um your ve- veggie sausage kind of a veggie yeah you you said eating a granola bar and sausage was a weird breakfast that is an ideal breakfast for me a veggie sausage and then like a luna bar yes that sounds great it was one of those hundred calorie kind bars so i had savory and sweet it's perfect you know, with without too many sugars i love it i love it uh, yeah. You know, they started making my favorite Luna Bar flavor again, and I'm not exaggerating. I was at Target, and I saw it. I screamed. I took a picture and sent it to my parents, and they were literally like, congratulations. Is it like peppermint? No, it's uh, Blueberry Bliss. I love it. Had it. It's amazing. And I, I can tell you I had been saving because they stopped making it everywhere. I had been saving a bar. I can tell you the day I ate the last one that I had because it was the day before my brother's wedding. So like two years ago <laughs> because I had it in my purse and was like I was saving this but I'm starving to death. And I literally made everyone be – I was like say goodbye to this Luna bar. <laughs> Because I'm a really good person, and when it's my brother's wedding, I don't make it all about me or anything. (laughs) Ow, I just... (laughs) I I just slapped my leg in fits of laughter and accidentally pulled my uh, headphones off my face, and that hurt. Um, Every woman carries a fucking Luna bar in their purse. It's like that emergency. It is. I do the kind bar. Well, Luna got better because it was like a lot of soy in it, and then like it Mm. had like... I'm not allergic to anything. I have no dietary restrictions, and I'm not gluten-free, but I prefer to not have soy and gluten and all that stuff because mm-hmm. it's in- inflammatory and right. whatever. Right. I don't know. Watch, I'm going to eat so much pasta and bread tonight and be like, this is not anti <laughs> – this is totally anti-inflammatory, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. But I- like, you know, it has to be really worth it. Uh-huh. So I like swore off the Lunas for a while, but now they're super non-GMO, uh-huh. gluten-free, all that shit because well, – yeah. Cl- I think the Cliff – Cliff Company. Cliff Company. They own them. Luna. Mm-hmm. Why do we have Why such intimate we... knowledge of granola bars? Because it is what women. we live <laughs> off of. 
And you're right. We all have like a really crumbly one, like yes, at the bottom of our purse. it's all smashed up mm-hmm. and it's really flat. It's My mother always offers one to me when she picks me up at the airport. I'm like, how old is this? Yeah. Okay, I'll eat it. It's for emergencies. You mm-hmm. always end up eating at your car. You get the yep. crumbs like yep. under your seat. <laughs> and you're yes. like, how did this happen? <laughs> Which is exactly what the intention of this mini kind bar today was. I was uh-huh. like, I'll eat this on the way home. No, yeah. I ate at the traffic light of Hollywood and Highland. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait any longer. <laughs> But I knew we would be drinking cause, a lot because it's a double episode. Yeah. And I wasn't hungry. And I was like, Amy, girl, you've got to eat it. So I had some sausage and a granola bar. And gosh darn it. Well, it, it was delightful. It is a double episode of Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage or three or four or five or seven. Or three or a hundred or a thousand. Uh, and a one and a two and a one, two, three. It's Banshees and Booze. Ugh. Let's go on. <laughs> Cut. Moving forward. I was enjoying it. <laughs> I was really enjoying it. Thank you. Um, Thanks. Tams. Yes. What am I looking at right now? Well, what you're I love the glass. It's an adorable uh, little. Uh, so uh, this week our theme is castles. There is a castle in the sky. Cloud. 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 <laughs> on the cloud. Yeah. A cloud. And not the cloud. cloud. It's not there like is Google. a castle on a cloud. Yeah. Got it. I mean, there is castles on the cloud because I did my research on the – and it's on the drive. So Boom. Yeah. God, we're good. God damn we are, it. God, we are good. Cannot turn it off. So good. Um, so this my – This episode is on Haunted Castles. Haunted Castles. And uh, my castle that I picked, which I'll be speaking about soon, uh, is in Germany. In Germany. 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 I can't do accents. I, I can do German. I have to work into – well. It, that Jim, went French a little. Germany. I used to be able to do <laughs> German. I can say German. That's the one thing I can say. Um, so, I like it. Uh, I also, knowing it was a double header, I wanted to do something a little uh, not too gentle. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I made, this is a classic drink that Germans drink. They especially give it to children. Oh. It, yeah, they do. Love uh, it. it is a cola bia. Which is exactly what it sounds like. It's beer and Coke. <laughs> wow. I can't believe they give this uh-huh. to kids. I wish it's I like was It's like a German. shandy. It's like a shandy mm. is lemonade, but this is cola. And so we're doing a Bex beer because it's, it's German. And uh, Diet Coke because we're girls. <laughs> um, have you ever had this before? Never. I, I can't never wait. I've heard of it. Didn't know it was a thing. And we've got it in our stein. So Prost. Ziggy, zaggy, ziggy, zaggy. Oi, oi, oi. Prost. Ziggy, zaggy, ziggy. Yep. I'm just going to drink job. this. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, it smelled like socks, but it tastes <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it smells. That's the Bex. But it, oh yeah, that's Bex skunky. Smells skunky, beer. skunky. Yeah. Yeah. Like Heineken too. But how do you like it? Not bad. Yeah, it's really not bad, right? It's not bad. It's very interesting. It's, it's kind mm-hmm. of refreshing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting with doing the diet. I've never done it with Diet Coke before. I've always just okay. done regular. It's not bad. It's good. I like it. It's really it. interesting. You can see how they'd give it to kids. Yeah. But for what? Just to like shut them up and get them a little tipsy, but well, not too tipsy. I think they just, they're not so weird about drinking know, over right? there as we are here. So yeah, I just imagine kids are drinking wine in Italy yeah. and drinking beer in Germany. Sure. And there's probably a lower rate of alcoholism because it's not a big deal. I feel like, so I've never been to Germany, but I've had friends that have gone and i feel like somebody even told me like at mcdonald's you can get this like a dude yeah awesome oh I've so never been it's to germany cola beer so i'm calling this beer geist <laughs> which is 
means beer ghost. Great job, Tammy. I love it. Great job. Really Good. just translated is... some words. I you will not so find it pulled up on my phone just now. <laughs> what is the German word for ghost? I like it a lot. Yeah, it's really very fun. Well, I did my uh, research, so you know I'm really bad at pronoun- pronouncing words. Uh-huh. Pronunciating I actually words. couldn't say the word mm-hmm. pronounce. Yep. Uh, pronunciating words. Yep. So I did a lot of research on um, where I where I chose to. Anyway, the haunted place, the castle, my castle. Girl, you got this. Don't doubt yourself. In okay. There are three different ways to say it. Okay. I'm going to go with the one that was by the Scottish girl on YouTube ranting and raving about the proper pronunciation of this. Can okay. I guess what it is? Mm-hmm. Is it Edinburgh? Yeah. <laughs> so hers, it's Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh. That's um, the way I say it in my brain. That's your brain is correct. Oh, thanks. I've also heard. That's the only time anyone's ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Edinburgh, mm-hmm. Edinburgh, and Edinburgh. So she was like super Back off, Edinburgh. Yeah. Hey, get Edinburgh. out of here, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, so it's Edinburgh. We're going to say Edinburgh for, for the sake of that young lady who has a YouTube brand. She about- had feels. She had the feels. I'm going to respect them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mess with an angry Scottish woman. Yeah, that sounds wise. Uh, so um, I'm going first, right? Am I going first? Yeah, you're going yeah, first. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Uh, my source was America's Most Haunted. It's oh. a website and probably a TV show. I don't know. Uh, sounds like it should be, right? Sounds like a TV show. Oh, it's like America's Most Wanted. Oh, my God. <gasps> That's adorable. America's Most Haunted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Edinburgh. I'm going to circle the, the way I'm going to pronounce Edinburgh. Like the bra will be She's there. got a pin in her hand. This, this bitch don't play. <laughs> You know, I've had my warm-up drink in the last episode, uh-huh. and now we're we're really in the game. You've now. got a real Hermione vibe going mm-hmm. on here. She Aww, said, "That's a compliment." As the biggest compliment she could possibly give. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. You drink a lot of your beer. No, and I didn't already. pour as much as I given oh, to you, okay. but also, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back for another one. This is this is the part, this is exactly what I wanted. It's got a little beer and it's got a little caffeine. Yes. If when I'm hungover, that's probably the only time I really drink a Diet Coke. Yeah, same. It is so good for It saves your life. It saves your life. I don't know what that syrup. Diet Coke and a banana. Yep. I remember when you had that, we got super drunk for your birthday Uh and you had to go to Disney the next day. Uh Uh-huh. And you had a picture of holding a Diet Coke and a banana. I'm like, that's my girl. Yeah, it was. I was literally so fucking hungover. I threw up in a bag in the parking lot. Like we were going through the parking garage and I was like fine on the way. I like slept on the highway, but then we got, and it was like that slow turning and I was like, yep, here it goes. Oh, it's making me queasy just thinking about it. I Uh, know what you mean. But what was so funny is that I walked, I was like, I got this, I got this. And I like, I looked adorable. I'd picked out a cute outfit. I had my ears and I was just like, and I walked into Disneyland. I walked up and there was truly Two giant bins, one full of Diet Coke and one full of bananas. And I was like, I am not the only hungover person at Disneyland this morning. Yeah, that was my profile picture for a really long time. (laughs) I remember that. Your face just holding them like, yes. Uh, But it works. It works. It works. And beer too is so helpful. So this is like the best hangover anyway, the best hangover cure. Even though I'm not hungover, but I like it. I like it a lot. Um, okay, so ready for Edinburgh, bra? Mm-hmm. Uh, Edinburgh Castle. It um, emits a sin- Okay, I'm going to need... I am going to need that word one more time. Sinister. Oh. Sinister. 
That's not you what I You can't figure that out. Heard at all. Uh, <laughs> let me start over. Okay. I'm just going to tell you the story instead of reading it, I think. I think okay. that's better. So, okay. It's on top of a cliffside perch, and it looms over uh, the Scottish capital of Edinburgh. Uh, one of the most haunted buildings and one of the world's most haunted cities. I would did not know this. Edinburgh Castle counts an eclectic cast of several supernatural characters for residents. So um, it dates back to 600 AD. That that's old, brah. Insane, brah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ancient citadel has since seen its share of cedars. Beep, beep, beep. So, and the land um, has been occupied um, where it's where the castle is built. The land was occupied as early as 900 BC. My gosh, I know. And how do they know this? Uh, fossils. fossils. <laughs> <laughs> We're smart. Uh, so there's a lot of history that lingers here, like dinosaurs and pointed to dinosaurs going. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Torchwood right there. From dinosaurs mm-hmm. to Doctor Who, my it's nerd on. seen it all. Um, so everyone who visits this castle reports the typical ghost stuff, like cold spots, the feeling like they're being watched, um, something brushing the side of their face, getting touched on their shoulder, all that stuff, um, or the feeling of heat on one arm, like really, really hot. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so in 2001, a paranormal investigation team, I think there were nine investigators, they very, very meticulously selected 200 participants to go on this ghost hunt with them. They screened everyone like crazy to make sure they didn't know anything about the history of the hauntings of the castle they wanted like a scientific proof like that everyone is experiencing this without any preconceived Mm -hmm. like oh this is what i'm expecting to happen and oh i then that's exactly what happened yeah they just wanted to make sure um and over so they what they go into every nook and cranny of the castle and over half of them reported paranormal activity and everyone's story is matched up so uh, why so haunted? Well, let's take a trip through Edinburgh's castles, Edinburgh Castle's haunted past. Okay. <laughs> I'll follow really... you anywhere, Amy. Oh, brother. <laughs> Wouldn't I be a great host? Yeah. A trip, everybody. You Where know what we, we should do? We're so good at talking. We should record it and make other people listen to us, <laughs> us talking. That would be torture for them, Tammy. I know. Torture. Who would do that? Mm. And then make all their coworkers listen and uh-huh. like, whoops. Um, okay, so, uh, the castle's dungeon has a high degree of paranormal activity. Oh, this is not very long. Good. Um, so, <laughs> I'm done. I'm finished. Okay, and that's my story, At everyone. the end, it's haunted. Bye! <laughs> uh, <laughs> castle's dungeon. Countless prisoners were locked up in its cells, suffering torture, malnourishment, and death. More than 500 French prisoners were held here during the Seven-Year War and later American colonial captives from the American Revolutionary War. Many have been lost to time, but one inmate's tale lives on. This is actually going to make me laugh. Oh, <laughs> and that's no. not funny, but it's kind of funny, okay? okay. okay. So a prisoner, desperate to escape, oh, no. buried himself in a... <laughs> oh, no. In a... <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's already funny. <laughs> I'm already crying. A dung barrow. <laughs> Which I'm just imagining a wheelbarrow full of shit. I think, right? I think so. So he buried himself in it. <laughs> Which sounds okay. like... All right. 
Okay. A cartoon. So, so oh. do you think he just like slipped in or do you think he had to like. He probably literally slipped room? in. <laughs> it's oh, a very specific no. way to describe it. They didn't say hidden. They said no. buried it. Desperate Twisky buried himself in a dung barrow. He made it past the guards only to meet his death, not by suffering in a barrel, a barrel full of shit, uh-huh. but um, the barrow's contents were dumped down uh-huh. the steep, rocky slope of the castle. Um, so that's how he died. Uh, so he died buried and covered in shit. Thrown off a cliff. Thrown off a cliff. Okay. So, so, so like, my life's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm doing we're, fine. We're doing just great. You're on a good track, Tammy. <laughs> um, so, his ghost is, like, not happy about this, right? So, he he's there. He makes himself known by trying to push you off of the side of the cliff. So, if you're standing, like, a, a, you know, overlooking the, the grounds. What a um, dick. He also emanates a strong scent of dung. You know what? I don't like the word dung. I just want to say poop. It feels like that's a that's a very Scottish word. Dung. Yeah. It is called dung. That's not. Uh huh. <laughs> that's just my accent. Just cha- channel Scrooge McDuck. You'll get there. Hey, lassie. Hey, lassie. Uh, you're I, you buried yourself in the dung barrel again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's the shit ghost. And then another <laughs> hotbed of activity is the Royal Mile. So this is a busy succession of succession. God damn it. I'm not even drunk. It's that sugar. Don't let me have one of those pastries because it's too much. Okay. Uh, a succession of streets. Uh, it goes through the old town um, up to Edinburgh. At Edinburgh Castle. So below the Royal Mile um, are underground caverns. Um, they were unearthed by the townsfolk several hundred years ago. So they were discovered, and a very bold and brave piper uh, went down there playing bagpipes, and oh. he was instructed to explore the tunnels that stretched um, through throughout underneath the streets. And um, he played the tune as he moved deeper into the caves so that the others outside could mark his progress from above. That is the most Scottish solution to that I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I love it. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, we should pipe. Pipes just, just happening pipe. everywhere. Uh, so here's the thing. At about halfway oh, no. through, the music abruptly stopped. A rescue party went to look for the piper, but they found not a trace. What? If you listen closely while in Edinburgh Castle, you may hear his lonely bagpipes playing from the street above or within the fortress walls. Oh, my God. They didn't find him. That's that, so screepy. I am 100% like, oh, yeah, no, the, this was a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> like, Damn. They I just grabbed him. They, got, they found him in the episode. It was a happy ending. Actually, one of the companions really was like a Scottish guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay, okay. She's nerding out again and he doesn't know. Um, okay, so there's also a bunch of vaults that are in the bridges. So these bridges are no joke. They're like insane, immaculate bridges that like you could like build houses into, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, the like the um, 
foundation of the bridges like it goes like deep 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 into the earth so as it turns out um there's a bunch of vaults in the in the bridge it's the south bridge vaults so edinburgh castle's location made the fortress uh highly defendable from attack so naturally the townspeople they wanted to live as close to it as possible so they would be safe uh the city grew large bridges were constructed to connect the castle with areas across the land and um in 1785, the South Bridge commenced, and it was monumental yet fundamentally flawed. Um, uh, this thing is massive. I but relate to that. It wasn't really <laughs> <laughs> monumental but flawed. Uh-huh. Aww, are we all? Uh, <laughs> by the 19th century, uh, business at Edinburgh was booming. Cobblers, butch- butchers. <laughs> And wine merchants set up their businesses on the surface of the South Bridge, hoping to capitalize on all the traffic that was going across the bridge. But then the Irish potato famine happens. Oh, shit. 1845 to 1847. Thousands of Irish immigrate to Scotland, seeking only survival. They were forced to live in, in the vaults under the bridge. As many as 10 people were living in a single room. The conditions were... Bad. Great. Oh, uh, just like the Civil <laughs> War. Yeah. Uh, that was last week's episode. Uh, uh, they were poorer than the tenants. The tenant tenants tenants. Uh, they were crowded, damp, and barely any air circulation. Ugh. And just like that, the area quickly became Edinburgh's red light district. Oh my hey, god! Hey, when I'm like, oh, it's so damp, and there's no air movement. Let's I'm horny. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You know where I'm going to hit up tonight for some action? That swampy, mm. disgusting, disease-riddled. Podcast booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so prostitution, gambling, a thriving black market were commonplace in the vaults. Murder, rape, and death were rampant as disease and crime took hold of the area. Mm. So uh, guess uh. that there's a lot of paranormal activity in this sexy beast of a bridge. Yeah. Uh, but, so the vaults were closed off um, for good in an effort to drive out the seedy activity. Mm-hmm. And for decades, these vaults sat empty and they were soon forgotten. You're right. Come on. We don't forget. You pretend. Never forget. Never forget the Edinburgh vaults <laughs> of the South Bridge. Fast forward to 1988. Oh. A local man crawled through a narrow passageway in his home. Oh, okay. Cool boy. Guess what he found? Cool. Uh, rooms, like passageways that led to rooms underneath the bridge. Whoa. Yeah. And he's like, uh, hey guys, I found stuff. Um, freaking like Fraggle Rock over here. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, they opened up the vaults to the public. And since then, reports of paranormal activity have been flooding mm-hmm. in. It's almost like they opened Pandora's box oh and gosh. just like all these spirits now are out. Um, Witnesses claim to feel cold gusts of air. They hear voices. Uh, they see and sense uh, these presences. Some ghosts are bolder, like the spectral child named Jack, who grabs visitors' hands in the wine vault. Ooh. Ooh. We could, like, visit these if we ever go. Okay. Um, they do that big comedy festival over there, the Sketch oh, they Fest. Do. It's, yeah. like, huge. Yeah, actually, yeah, that just ended, didn't it? I think little, so. I think I, it's every summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were. So why don't we put, put up a show? Just going to Fly it. ourselves out there. Write, a, write it off. You write it off yeah. for the podcast uh-huh. budget. And, yeah, yeah, we'll do some hunts. For our investors. Yeah. We'll line item this. Uh-huh. Who are invested? Me and you. Yes, me and you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And yep, that was it. Great, okay. awesome. Just just checking. All I right. thought maybe something happened while I, you know, I was sleeping. Sure. No. Um. So another more menacing presence is known as Mister Boots. <laughs> He's an unkept. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 
No Miss- one named Mr. Boots is menacing. But I okay. know. I'm just thinking of like Puss A and cat. Boots. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> Little bit of Mr. Yeah, Boots. Oh, no. He's an unkempt man. So, uh, oh, and he's named because he wears very tall boots. Okay. I'm imagining like, you know, like high heeled stiletto boots. Oh, now know? I Those am. Those are too. some tall. Mr. Boots. Oh, yeah. Kinky mm-hmm. boots. Just clomping. Yes. Uh, so Mr. Boots lurks in the back section of the vault. He's been known to push and throw rocks at visitors. Bitch. Some have claimed to hear his footsteps on the cobbles and his echoing voice cursing throughout the chambers. It's even rumored that in the 1820s, the infamous serial killers, William Burke and William Hare lurked within the vaults, killing some of their 17 victims. Uh, so with dozens of other deaths due to disease and crime, the vaults under the South Bridge remain one of the most, the worst world's most haunted places um i've seen the pictures from the tours they are creepy as fuck so we should go <laughs> <laughs> and that's edinburgh bruh oh my god right? that's so scary that doesn't surprise me though mm. because um you know all that like stone you know, it just sucks it, it up. Holds it. We've learned that uh-huh. in the episode about the bathrooms, limestone, granite. I'm getting ready. I'm going to make another one for myself. You sure as heck are. You're empty. I know. I just, I like it. You liked it. it. Oh, thank you. Allow me to pass Thank this you. To you. Vamp while I do this. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, there is a really cute um, song from the, oh my God. What are the sisters in World War II? The Andrews sing, sisters. The Andrews sisters, and it's called Rum and Cola. Rum and Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's so cute, and I'm just thinking about it and how we can rewrite it to be Bex and Cola. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cute. what we were – That's no, that's Mommy's Coke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is like the second episode within three that we had Coke. I mean, Aww. it's like it was in my fridge. <laughs> No, I actually did buy this. Wait, what did we mix the Coke? Oh, rum. Yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Amy. All right. Well, Amy's done. Snap Amy's done. out of it. Um, Tammy also brought these lovely looking little pastries that are supposed to be German, but uh-huh. Ralph's named them... Um, Apple Bites or something. Oh, you have a good head on that beer. I know. That's why I'm going to take a picture. Yeah, take that. That one's much better for the Instagrams. Um, beautiful. Thank you guys you for... Do that? It looks like root beer. I... You know, when you love something, you just <laughs> you just make it, it does work. look like root beer. I know. Um, How cute! So that's yeah. Thanks for uh, being patient while I did that, guys. Uh, I have no idea which what you researched, but it's German. I'm assuming it's German. This is the real story of the haunted castle Elts. It's called Elts. Elts. Yeah. E L T Z. Elts. 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 Or Elts, Berg Elts is what they call it. Very nice. Um, So. What a romance language. First of all. Mm. I have to burp. Should I? Hold for burp. I'm going to burp. Nah, it's gone. It's gone. It got got nervous. Stage fright. So, uh, first of all, I cannot wait for you guys to see pictures of this place. It is fucking adorable. It is a goddamn disney princess castle like it's so cute um and it's extremely old okay and so i am gonna read a story that somebody else wrote uh i did a a little research this was the the best written one and i just want to give a shout out to this uh website that i got it from it's baskets life travel because it's like a family blog of this woman and her two sons contribute to it as well um they're 
the husband father is a professional basketball player and they travel the world with him and so then they they travel and do stuff and then they write in their blog and i just think that's charming that's very very cute i think it's charming that's a solid way to keep your family life intact yeah when dad's pretty famous making a lot of money mm-hmm. and he's a sports figure you know? i just thought that was lovely and that's so very and whoever whichever one of the family wrote this they're a great writer oh um okay so let's get into it Berg Eltz, or Eltz Castle, as it's known by other names, is a beautiful castle that sits perched on top of a small hill in a gorgeous valley. The castle itself is built out of the rock and surrounded by the Eltzbach River, making the castle somewhat of an island. And you can see it's, it is kind of built into the, the rocks and everything. Um, it's in the Rhine Valley. It was originally built on a popular trade route, and it's one of the few castles in the area that was never destroyed, despite the numerous battles that went on around it. This was due to the many alliances that the family had built around the area and across Europe. It was built in the 12th century and is still owned by the Elts family 33 generations later. Whoa. Only Elts's have ever owned this castle. Isn't that crazy? To this day. To this day. Oh, my gosh. Right? Cool. Okay. So I'm getting right into the ghost because there are there are creepy things that happen, but specifically they know who this ghost is. Okay. Oh shit. All right. I'm nervous. Agnes Eltz was the daughter of Count Eltz that lived in Eltz Castle. I said that so many times. Eltz. 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 <laughs> This is very German now. Um, Agnes was surrounded by brothers and preferred to act and play as her brothers did. She would much rather dress up as a knight instead of spending time dressing up in beautiful clothes and sipping tea. She was strong-minded and feared nothing. Fuck yeah, girl. This was eventually her downfall. <laughs> Should have been a lady. Yeah. Should have acted like a freaking lady, This is Agnes. what happens when you wear pants. All right. <laughs> she was supposed to be a princess. She was promised in marriage at a very young age to the Knight of Bronzeburg by her father. This was very normal in this day and age, mostly to strengthen the family and uh, political relationships, which, I mean, they never lost that damn castle, so they must have been marrying those people outright. That's pretty true. Good, Good track record. So Agnes eventually met the boy she was promised to and instantly had a strong dislike for him. Mm-hmm. She felt he was boring, quiet, and aloof. She normally chose to ignore him when he was around. It, which, that's also how I date, so I get it. Um, in later years, she was invited to a large festival at the castle in preparation of their upcoming marriage. During the festivities, Agnes ignored him until he could no longer contain his anger. Get ready. Mm-mm. He went to her, grabbed her on the dance floor, squeezed her tight, and kissed her. Ew. To his surprise and the surprise of the party goers, she responded with a quick and hefty smack across his face. That's what I was hoping to hear. Get it, girl. That's what I was hoping. His anger boiled over. He took off his gloves and threw them at the feet of the Elts family and stormed out of the castle. Ooh, ooh. Which that's like, like, that's like saying, fuck you. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. In response, the family waited and prepared for an attack. Because <laughs> they were like, well... Well, you got We're him all done it again, die. Agnes. Yep. God damn it. Um, they waited weeks, but no one came to attack. After a few months went by, the family relaxed and thought all was safe. Due to feeling the danger was over, the men and the family went out for a three-day hunting trip, leaving the women and children behind. Oh, no. It was this very night mm-hmm. that the alarm sounded, 
that the castle was under siege. <gasps> they knew they mm-hmm. were wa- they, they were, were waiting for them to go. What a what a asshole. Oh, what an asshole. Also, after a few days of safety, like, I think we're good. Yeah. We're gonna take off for a few nights they, to go on a hunting trip. They uh, waited months and this guy was like months. That girl hit me after I kissed her against her will. I'm gonna kill her whole family. I mean, I feel like people still, boys still do that today. Yeah, it's, it's toxic Oof. masculinity. Ruins All right. everything. Knights under the command of Bronzeburg, that's the shit knight, um, attacked the castle, killing the guardsmen as they came over the walls of the castle. Agnes was not going to sit still while her family's home was being attacked. So she donned her brother's armor and went out to fight. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love. I want to beat her. Are you ready? Yeah, she killed them all. She came across Knight Bronsberg himself, entering her home, and she attacked him with all her might. Not knowing it was Agnes under the armor, he attacked back, striking her in the chest. <gasps> she collapsed and died. Oh, this sounds like a movie. I know. And then he takes off her, her helmet and sees it's her. After the battle. This is like a Hollywood Bronsberg lifted the visor of the armor, and to his horror, he found Agnes dead. He fled the castle and was never seen again, at least not alive. Oh. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Ghost stuff. Uh-huh. Ghost stuff. Ghost stuff. Here comes a ghost stuff. Here comes a ghost stuff. It's a ghost stuff. Many people believe that Agnes is still in the castle protecting it from attack. It is said that she often wanders the halls, opening and closing doors, and moving objects throughout the castle. In the Countess's room in the castle, you can see the armor she wore during the battle. It's still hanging on the wall. Ooh. There are also visions of a knight seen outside the castle, often late at night, riding his horse back and forth in front of the gates of the castle. Oh, shit. Some believe that these are the knights of the castle still protecting it. However, the Elts family itself believes that the knight is Bronzeberg waiting for Agnes as he never forgave himself for her death. Oh, my gosh. This Mm -hmm. is so good. I'm, like, at the edge of my seat. So um, it's now – it's, like, open to the public. You know, like, most most Mm. castles, you know, it's – yeah. I like to imagine, like, families that still own castles that, like, there's one room where it's, like, they've got, like, their TiVo and shit set up. You know, it's, like, it's a castle, but, like, right. I live here. But it's 2018. Yeah, exactly. It's a house for them. So, generally yeah. speaking, it's open to the public and everything, so it's staffed. Okay. Yeah. So, the staff said that often in the morning, they come in to open up the castle, and the large wooden locked doors throughout the castle are all open. Ooh. As if somebody was wandering through. <gasps> Um, They also say that many times after they leave at night, they come back in the morning to find items moved, even the very heavy cannons that are on display throughout the castle will be moved. Yeah. At night, you can hear whispers and giggling as if children are playing in the halls. Deep in the night, if you wait long enough, you might catch a glimpse of Knight Bronzeberg sitting on his horse, waiting for Agnes to forgive him. She better fucking not. There's no way. Like, That's why real, he's still outside girl, and she's inside. Agnes, if you start feeling bad for him, just text me and I will remind you. Like, be strong. That he forced you to kiss him in front of everybody, embarrassing you. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. He killed your family, the guards, you. Come on. Don't don't cave. Do not let him in. There's a lot of hotties in the afterlife. You yeah. can do better. You can do you better, can girl. Do better. I love her so right? much. I love that this is like a fairy tale princess looking castle. Mm-hmm. This little girl who refused to play that part and just a fucking badass and then gets in the armor and she's like, I'm going to fight this motherfucker myself. Yep. 
takes a blow, dies, but the fact that he got to see her face was almost like a last it's worth fuck it. you, right? It's to be worth like, it. yeah, you killed me, asshole. Mm-hmm. Now you'll never marry me and you'll yeah. live in regret for the rest of your life. I have to say, the whole time I was doing this research, I couldn't decide which of my nerdy, like, things I felt like it was the most like is it the most like Game of Thrones because there's so much of that in there right is it the most like Lord of the Rings you know Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. disguised herself I am no man she kills Sauron or is it most like Harry Potter of course it is Um, where uh, it's the bloody Baron that ended up killing the Grey Lady we find out at the end it's very exciting Uh, same thing she spurned his advances he killed her and then killed himself (gasps) yeah that's in Harry Potter yeah it's very dark but I've seen all the movies. I have to rewatch. Um, the Bloody Baron's not in the movies. Oh, it's not. No, but he's a he's a he's a ghost of the castle. He's a castle ghost Ooh. at Hogwarts. Which, by the way, I can't believe that no Harry Potter stuff came up in your talk about the Edinburgh Castle because people are pretty sure that Hogwarts is in Scotland. I mean, oh. you know, because it's a magic. We don't know where it right. is. You get on the yeah, Hogwarts yeah. Express, you go north. But most people agree that it is in Scotland. So, Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't be surprised if it's based off Edinburgh Castle. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pictures of Edinburgh Castle or are like, yeah. It they don't, I don't think they film there. Like, there's right. another castle. That, like, I think it's Leavesden. Oh, they really filmed at a castle? That's yeah. so cool. They have to. Yeah, but it's I figured everything was castle. CGI. Not everything. Yeah, some <laughs> stuff. But, you know, oh. they have all those pretty exteriors. and That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Wow. That story is amazing. I can't wait to see the picture of the castle. I know. I read it, too, and was just like, this is everything I've ever wanted. I already knew I wanted so. to do a German castle just because there's oh. so many of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then when I was, like, Googling, I was like, whoa. Oh, fuck. That's This is exactly perfect. what I want. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I want to see it. Um, I've never been to a castle before. Well, the Magic Castle, which I almost tried to do the research oh, on. I almost did that, too, really? actually. I, I, Me, too. I was going to – I thought about it, and then I was like, well, I'll save it. I for... actually started the research because it was at the Mars suggestion. I'm like, that's pretty great because mm-hmm. we've been a few times, and we love it. But um, I just ran into a lot of our typical issues. Is yeah. There were a lot of short – little speculations mm-hmm. so i was but i was like you know let's go to europe for this one those castles are old as shit yeah and it's some good stuff mm-hmm. i love that her her armor is still in the castle i want to go see it yeah me too pay tribute to her absolutely she's a, she's a badass um and i love that this took place in germany because the haunter hoax is mine and it's about I didn't realize you were going to do one. I'm a not Hunter Hoax. I'm so sorry. Oh, Up Ghost. Okay. You got so excited. I did. I'm like, why does she look so absolutely delighted? (laughs) And I told her I was doing it. It's not a Hunter Hoax. That's okay. I'm sorry. No, you know what? Nobody likes the Hunter Hoaxes. I just. I do. Well, that's why I will continue to do it for you every so often. Remember when we used to do both? We used to do the Up Ghost and the Haunter Hoax? Mm -hmm. Now we just talk a lot. Now we just talk. Well, we also used to book the booth for like two hours for one episode. We're like, just in case. We'd really take our time. Um, do you want to hear my upcast? Is it time? Of course I want to hear it. Okay. Let me just adjust my glasses, get some more of this sock beer. So- <laughs> sock it to me, sock beer. Uh-huh. Uh, you have heard this story, I believe. Oh, my God. I have, but it's one of my favorite fucking stories. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Um, and you just said that there was something else you were going to add to it, so add, I bet yeah. it's something I don't know. I thought of something that my mom told me when she was visiting last month. So, okay, so I'm going to not say too much because there's the reveal at the end. So, okay. 
Um, when we, okay, where do I begin? I didn't write anything down. I'm going off my memory. So this was the first time I had like an experience with a full bodied apparition. And this is like the very beginning of me and Jesse's, my younger sister's, uh, ability to sense things much more heightened when we're together. Mm -hmm. So we have it when we're separate, especially me, but when we're together, something more happens almost like you and I have Mm -hmm. that like psychic stuff with each other. And um so did i tell this story on this podcast already i don't think so i don't so. think i did okay okay i might have brushed over it but now here's the, the whole yeah thing. i think you had said like oh like that time blah 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 exactly but here's the whole story okay so uh, grandmama you know her name you know all about her because i've mentioned her a lot on uh-huh. this podcast uh she's my mom's mom who passed she uh died we all knew it was coming she was in hospice and i got a phone call from my mom like we only have a few days, and so we all came. So my um, Aunt Kathy and her four kids came, and uh, me and my two sisters, and um, everybody. The whole family was there to say our goodbyes and then, like, do, do the funeral and everything like that. So we were staying in Grandmama and Papa Spokes's house, which Papa Spokes died probably five or six years prior to Grandmama. And uh, there was a lot of us. So, you know, it's like three bedrooms. So we, uh, my younger sister and I slept on an air mattress in the formal di- uh, living room. So there was like the, the TV room sure. then, the formal dining room, mm-hmm. like the, the breakfast nookie area, and then like a family room and then this like formal living yeah. room. We only went in the formal living room when she had her like cocktail parties yeah. at Christmas and stuff. It was like... You know, don't touch anything oh, yeah. in there. It's all like like chairs facing each other and stuff. And you're like, where's the TV? Totally. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what will we sit in this room for? You yeah. have to sit and talk to each uh-huh. other. And everything was like an antique because mm-hmm. they have traveled so much. And so everything was like collectibles and antiques. Like you just – it felt like a room you shouldn't be in to begin with. The furniture was all really old. It looked like very Mad Men 60s era style stuff, you know, with lots of antiques too. Love it. It was pretty cool. So Jesse and I are on a blow-up air mattress in this room. It felt weird to begin with because as kids, you're like, this is, we're not supposed to be in this room. Mm-hmm. So it just felt kind of funky. And we were facing the dining room because it was all open. It was Florida, so everything's very like ranch-style, like open air. And uh, we're facing the, the formal dining room, and there's a huge antique mirror hanging up on the wall that's facing us. So that's just like bad energy mm-hmm. anyway. And it just felt, something felt creepy. So we were like, that mirror is creeping me out. And we, and so we started getting all like tingly, wiry, you know, like, just like, hey, like overly giggly for no reason. And we kept spooking each other out. You know, we were just scaring ourselves. And it was like, probably like three or four in the morning. Mm, Knowing what I know now, it's probably three in the Mm -hmm. morning. Uh, She also had this old grandfather clock or grandmother clock that dinged on the hour and stuff. And so like, we just were not sleeping yet. Everyone else was. So we, Jesse was like, feel me. She was drenched, drenched in sweat. Oh my God. Clammy, hot. And I was as cold as an ice cube. And we were lying side by side, sharing this bed together. Like, why? How? You know? So she, so it was like complete extremes, which freaked us out too. And then I got that feeling that I also got in Charleston when that little boy ghost was there, the feeling of lightning, like going through my veins. It was this out of control energy. And we were like, we got to try to go to sleep. We have to try to go to sleep. And so we attempted. And then at the foot of our bed of our air mattress is our little cousin, Emily, who at the time must've been like seven years old. Emily is 
<laughs> it's dark and she is known to sleepwalk. So Emily's at the foot of the bed and she goes, mom. And we look up and she's wearing, Emily has like long dark hair and she's wearing this white nightgown mm-hmm. with like, um, like cuffed like lace sleeves you know uh-huh. at the wrists and stuff and it's long and it's spooky as fuck and jesse fight or flight yeah. i pull the blankets over my head <laughs> and she jumps out of the bed and goes emily mom is back there and she points down the hallway uh-huh. and that's where our mothers were sleeping and the rest of everyone else yeah and so uh she turns emily turns and walks down the hallway and Jesse kind of t- took a few steps behind her to, like, uh-huh. see her off. Yeah. And then she gets back in bed and we just lose our fucking shit. Yeah. We're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I just hit the microphone. Sorry, <laughs> you guys. Uh, we were just flipping our shit. Yeah. We did not sleep that night. Maybe we slept for, like, an hour. Because, like, you didn't hear her, like, walk up or anything. She was just, like, there. Yeah, she was just there yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. Because – and it was just when we decided, like, okay, let's try. Let's uh-huh. try to go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, – and it just scared the ever-living crap out of us because it came out of nowhere. Um, so the next morning, we wake up and – so Grandma had already died. This was probably uh, – this was the night before her funeral. Okay. This ha- when Emily scared the shit out of us, I should mention. So Grandma had died already. So it's the morning of her funeral. We get up and we go into the kitchen. My mom and my Aunt Kathy – and Kathy is Emily's mother – are making breakfast for everybody. And uh, – and they're like, how'd you girls sleep? I'm like, so shitty. And uh, we said, we told them about how Emily came in in the middle of the night and scared the shit out of us. And especially because she was wearing this, like, um, white nightgown. Mm-hmm. It just looked really freaky. And it scared us. And we sent her in the back. And man, Kathy was like, she didn't come back and come back and get me or wake me up. And we're like, oh, maybe she just went back to bed then. She Maybe she was, like, sleepwalking mm-hmm. or whatever. And then Aunt Kathy's like, she also doesn't have a white nightgown. And we were like, what? I know this story and I'm freaked out all over it. <laughs> I'm freaked out uh, as well. And so Aunt Kathy's like, Emily, come out here for a second. And Emily comes like prancing out and she's wearing a Scooby-Doo shorts and a Scooby-Doo tank top, like oh a matching jammy set. And she goes, what did you wear to bed last night? And she goes, this and then Kathy goes, did you, do you have any other pajamas? Cause she was, Kathy was freaked out. Yeah. So she's like genuinely wants yeah. to know. She goes, do you, did you bring any other pajamas? She goes, no, this is the only thing you packed me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, thanks. And so Emily goes back, you know, into the TV room and we're all just standing there like, well, fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So we, D- Jesse and I definitely knew we saw a ghost. We did not put anything together until years later. Actually, this is pretty recent when my mom was, we were like, because it still freaks us out how scary that was. And we go back in time and we think about it all the time. We yeah. talk about what we saw. Yeah. We both saw the same thing. And we realized we never actually saw her face because her head was tilted down because she was looking down towards the air mattress, which uh-huh. is on the floor. And she has long... She had kind of long, stringy, dark hair mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, said, mom. And so we actually never saw her face. And, um, but the rest of her was like solid. It wasn't translucent yeah. or anything. We both saw the same thing. We were both a wide awake. Yeah. And we both felt this crazy energy. So right. obviously something was manifesting itself while that's what we felt. Uh-huh. So, um, it wasn't until recently we were like kind of reflecting on that story with my mom and my mom was like, well, you know, that room that you were sleeping in, that was all of 
grandmama's mother's furniture. So that was that room looked just like one of the rooms in grandmama's house growing up when she was a little girl. Yes. <gasps> so we concluded that grandmama who had just passed and it was the night before her funeral got a little lost uh-huh. in transitioning over. Yeah. And came to her childhood, her mommy's home, yeah. is what she thought it was, and was looking for mom. Yeah. And when Jesse, I have chills everywhere. Uh, when Jesse shooed her off, I was like, did you touch? Did you push her down the aisle or mm-hmm. hold her hand? She goes, no, I just pointed. I said, down yeah. there. And now we know how to expel ghosts, right? You have to be firm and yeah. solid. Like, Get yeah. out. Uh-huh. Go. So we accidentally like expelled grandmama. <laughs> She would understand. She gets it. She gets it. Apparently, she's been back in that house a lot. We didn't. It wasn't sold for a few years. It was just hard to let go, mm-hmm. and um, it stayed on the market for a while. And uh, and so every time my aunt Kathy and her kids would come visit from New York, they stayed there because it was a it was home yeah, to of all of us. We had had it for so long, and um, and Grandma was in a wheelchair before she passed, and so and she always wore a ton of jewelry, like the best like costumey jewelry she was all about that shit and she would have all these dangly bracelets like on her wrist and when she would uh (gasps) you do her wheelchair Uh her bracelets would hit the metal of the wheels and so you always heard her from like a mile away so one night i was not there my cousins um were awoken in the middle of the night by the sound oh my god of bracelets of like a jingly jingly uh-huh. metal hitting other metal and then grandma's bedroom door slamming shut shut up no yeah no <laughs> so we are definitely sure that grandma probably yeah. whoever bought that house is still experiencing yeah experiencing it. so i feel really bad i'm like whoops that was grandma <laughs> sorry you know what maybe that was what she needed like oh mom's not here okay you're not supposed to be because we don't yeah. want her to cross of over course. right yeah so of course you know she visits me a lot she's yeah. in every psychic session her ring bounces off the ring holder all uh-huh. the time and so i always feel her presence but it doesn't feel scary but that was really fucking scary yeah. and like i said in i think it was the last episode like when a ghost of your someone you love visits you you think oh it's gonna be so great yeah. and no, it's really fucking scary. Well, you know what? You got to imagine too, if that was her kind of like missed connection transition, you know, she's a little lost. She's scared too. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, but now if yeah. she's, you know, aware of, of her situation, you can imagine her being much more like, yeah, you know, more, more of that energy that you're used to exactly like the warmer happier energy Mm -hmm. because now she probably she has crossed over and now she's with papa spokes exactly and everybody that they've wanted to be isn't isn't grandmama the one that would put baileys on her ice cream yes it was (laughs) and lick the bowl clean love her We have a lot in common. You two would have gotten along swimmingly. <laughs> she would have loved this podcast. Uh, so the last thing real quick. So my mom came to visit uh, around Mother's Day weekend. Uh-huh. So like last a month ago or so. And she gets this ghost stuff a lot too. And uh, But she always just calls them spirits. Like, oh yeah, there were spirits in our hotel room. And I'm always like, could you clarify for me, please? Like, I don't understand. And mm-hmm. she, she doesn't actually really clarify. She's like... There's just spirits. I'm like, so an energy or do you... She's like, no, when I lie on my back, I see like black shadows. The fuck? I know. And I'm like, maybe you have floaters in your eye or something. I don't know. <laughs> 
but she's. I like how you're skeptical for your mom, but like, I know, but I'm like, yeah. but I see the ghost. Uh-huh. Guy. There's only room for one in this family. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but she's she's just so casual and flippant about it. Whereas I'm like, I need the details. I need to know about this. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, she when they were they were visiting, they stayed at a hotel like um, the Garland Hotel. It's in by Universal. Oh yeah. City. Super cute. Oh, it's where we had my bridal shower. shower, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so my mom was like, the next morning, like I picked them up for breakfast and she goes, so last night I was in bed and someone tucked me in. And it was Mother's Day. And I was like, mom, do you think that maybe... Maybe it was like grandma or just the ghost of some maternal person. In yeah. that. But I'm like, what do you mean someone tucked you in? Like, no, you can't be past, like flippant about this anymore. So she said that um, she was lying in bed on her back. Keith, her husband, was already sleeping. And she felt the the blankets and the sheets around her getting tightened <sighs> around her body as if somebody was just uh-huh. tucking the blankets around her. And I was like, were you scared? She said, no. I wasn't scared. So I'm like, okay, maybe grandma's oh. um, trying to be more. Because so gra- this grandma was German. Mm-hmm. And German um, women aren't, I don't know, like they, they're the warmest. Mm-hmm. They were Irish German. Okay. So maybe grandma's trying to make up for it in her afterlife and gotcha. be a little more, a little more sentimental, a little more mm-hmm. nostalgic. That's gotcha. What, that's my guess. Gotcha. Loved her to, to death, though, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't mind a cold a cold drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were really good friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so that's my, my up ghost and personal about visit, getting visited by Grandma's child ghost and accidentally getting rid of her. Oh. Um, yeah. God, I love that story. It's a good one. It's a good one. That kick-started uh, all, all the other ghost things. Yeah. Yeah, that Charleston ghost, that little boy ghost – um, he was staring at Emily while she slept mm. in that house. So Emily also might have some kind of, yeah, she looks a lot like that. I was going to say, I wonder if, yeah. No, right. Like there's, there must be some, we still, it's like, even like my pictures of my dad as a child, you can't, you have to like, look like what time period is this to tell the difference between my dad and my brother, because they look exactly the same to the point of where like, literally there was a school picture one time of my dad and we showed it to my brother. My brother goes, I don't remember owning that shirt. Like even he thought it was him, you know, crazy DNA is when you posted photos of Margie, your Mm -hmm. grandmother, the last picture in that like post, it was, she's wearing glasses Uh and she's, I thought it was you. Really? I was like, I had to show Ithamar right away. I'm like, Ithamar, look. And he thought it was you too. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That means a lot to me. I, uh, I never, I don't think I ever realized how similar we look. Oh my gosh. Until, and and I hadn't seen a lot of pictures of her younger. Yeah. Um, until, you know, just now. So I, I've been looking through all these pictures and I'm like, we are also like, like the aesthetic, right? You know You're what I very mean? Old timey, uh, yeah. like literally, this yeah. is like everything she's wearing is just my ideal wardrobe, right. basically. <laughs> like those glasses, I've been like, those are the glasses I've been looking for. I'm like, I've been trying to get glasses just like that, and I'm like, well, now I know they look good on my face. I was just so. gonna say, now you know what you would look like in them. It was like a try on, <laughs> yes, you know. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, guys, it's time to say our goodbyes. So long. Oh, farewell. Auf Wiedersehen. Goodbye. What is this from? Sound of Music? Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's German. Um, I know some German from the song. Welcome, bienvenue. Welcome. Willkommen. Willkommen. There it is. Thank Willkommen. you. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's Stranger. also German. Stranger. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everything I know, I know from musicals, musicals movies, TV. That's fine. Uh, not as many books, but, you know, we'll get there. That's not wrong. Um, so, guys, follow us on Banshees and Booze on Instagram. Yeah. remember our handle. And, um, it's just the name of our podcast. It's so easy. <laughs> Yet so hard. Uh-huh. Uh, we post uh, a lot of funnies, and we also post corresponding pictures for every podcast episode. Yep. When The morning that it's dropped, we also do photos so that you could follow along and see what the hell we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, email us your personal ghost stories at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Yes, um, and remember, if you see a ghost hide in a barrel full of dung that's what i was gonna say she's getting real real. (laughs) that one was the winner the whole time it was never gonna be anything else i had to think for a second to make sure it was the right episode because yeah because we didn't do it i'm like was it this one i've had it in my back pocket this whole time i'm like getting ready for that shit barrel shit barrel joke incoming I just imagine like Scooby and Shaggy's heads popping out of a barrel full of shit. Like, <laughs> <Zonks>! whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bye, guys. you little shitheads. Uh, <laughs>